they assemble at night, each one having prepared as diligently as possible to the time given to them before the witching hour, the hour of reckoning, the time when they begin outdoor cartoon television. Stray casts is on the air. Just not if you can hear me. It's the total bass fishing experience. The total BFE right here live. Welcome to Championship Wednesday on Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. I'm your host, Pat Renwick. And a giant uh, show, Chuck Full O Champions tonight. It, it, it's an extravaganza. It's a bass fishing extravaganza as usual. It's a barrel full of monkeys. It sure is. It's, it's uh, fun stew and giggles dumplings all night long. Here on Stray Cast, uh, coming up first, uh, the 2017 Bassmaster Classic champion. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we got Jordan Lee finally coming on this show tonight. Oh, Jay Lee. Yeah. That's how we do this. Uh, coming up after that, the 2017 Forest Wood Cup champion for the first time ever. I'm the straight cast extravaganza, Justin Atkins. Yeah. Woo! Wow. Is this real life? It's, this is really happening. Yeah. This is Championship Wednesday. Do, do, you, do you realize that? Uh, and speaking of championship uh, champions, uh, sitting right next to me here on my right. Oh, um, I appreciate that. Yeah, he, he was yeah. working as a waiter in a cocktail bar when I first <laughs> met him. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, give it up for the drummer in the band here. This is Popcorn, a.k.a. Ryan. Hello. Okay. That's this dude. Thanks for having me on, Pat. That's, yeah, my, my pleasure. Thank, <laughs> thanks for being here, Ryan. Thanks for flying in. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Uh, say hello to Kitty. Uh, say hello, Kitty, to J.P. Kitty. Hi. That's that guy. That's that dude right over there. It's JP High. He's a hip-hop fisherman. He hips and he hops. Birthday every week. It's his birthday every Wednesday night, and he hips and he hops his way through the world of bass fishing. Um, producing the snot out of this thing over here with the TH Marine hat on. Uh, he, it's an orange hat, just uh, red on the head like the orange on his hat. That, uh, That's it, how that goes. That yeah. is Andrew Ellenberger, the ginger ninja, producing the heck out of this thing uh, right here. Hey, we're happy to be back, and thanks for tuning back in. We had some gremlins uh, last week, but uh, we will not be giving them water this week. Yeah, hopefully. no feeding them after yeah, midnight. Yeah, so I think we're going to be okay there. But um, if you do follow us on um, on the Instagram or follow myself, Pat Renwick, on the Instagram, um, you might see us um, sometimes hashtag things Bass Family because we are all one happy Bass Family, and um, especially in this um, world of bass fishing talk shows. Or webcasts or podcasts, however you want to put it. Um, you know here that we are big fans of the um, of the Dave, Brian, Pete, and Mike show, aka Ike Live. There are buddies over there, and um, there's some new kids on the block, and I would like you to check them out because uh, they're absolutely uh, outstanding 
uh, Bass and Content, and that's our buddy uh, Luke Duncan, Low Budget Live. Check him out yeah. uh, on the uh, Luke Duncan Instagram page or LBL Low Budget Live. It's it's a good time for all, too, just like this show. We're one happy Bass and family. And welcome. Get, round, round of applause for Luke Duncan. That's the dunk. Uncle Dunky. Good dude. High five, Luke. It's right there. Hey, uh, put the power poles down. Don't go anywhere. When we get back, it is time for Jordan Lee here on Straight Cast. Catch you in a minute. Quality, dependability, consistency, and fish-catching performance is what separates a War Eagle spinnerbait from the pack. Hand-assembled, inspected, and tested in Rogers, Arkansas, War Eagle lures are the choice of Mike McClellan, Andy Morgan, Edwin Evers, and you, the serious bass angler. War Eagle Lures, when you absolutely have to catch fish. Find War Eagle Lures at your local tackle store or visit WarEagleLures.com today. PH Custom Lures by Phil Hunter, quickly becoming the most sought-after custom balsa baits in the industry. From the Little Hunter to the Squeaky Pea, these baits are pure quality, handcrafted, hand-carved, and hand-painted. But most importantly, they flat-out catch fish. PH Custom Lures has a bait for any situation in a magnitude of colors. Check out the Old School, Straighter, and PH Custom Series at phcustomlures.com. That's phcustomlures.com. Oh, yes. Welcome back uh, to Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. I'm Pat Renwick. Uh, right now, we are pretty stoked uh, to bring to you, I think he's here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up right now. A warm Stray Cast studio audience round of applause for the one and only Jordan Lee. Yeah. Woo. What up, Jordan? Hey, Jordan, hit that video button. Do you got the video button pushed? Hold on one second. I'm trying to. I can't. I can't see you. <laughs> Where's Jordan? Where's Jordan Lee at? He's somewhere traveling back from um, Michigan. Hashtag Pure Michigan. Right there now. he is. I, there's Jordan Lee. Yes. Now we got you. Yes. <laughs> What's up, dude? Uh oh. We can't hear Jordan now. Did you hit mute accidentally, Jordan? Check your mute. And don't crash. <laughs> and he's driving. This kid is crazy. He's absolutely nuts. I I think you hit mute. Can you hear me, Jordan? Nod your head. Nod your head. I got you. There, there he is. Go. There you go. Thank God. Technology <laughs> has prevailed right there. Are you driving and doing this right now? Yeah, well, I am. I'm kind of in a little bad part right now. So, uh, I didn't feel like... Over and get robbed. <laughs> yeah, that was a good. So you're still do like that. in Detroit or something? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I'm in Louisville, Kentucky, and uh, I'm actually going to the city, and it kind of just uh, kind of worked out where I couldn't really get over. So well, I'm, we're, I'm gonna make it work. I'm good. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's bass fishing talent right there. I could tell you, you've done this yeah, before. Yeah. You can, I, I can multitask, you know. I'm I'm, I'm pretty safe driver. So, <laughs> hey man, I mean, there are big things happening to you. First off, we want to officially congratulate you 
um, on your win of the 2017 Bassmaster Classic. It's a big year for you getting engaged. Congratulations on that, too, dude. I mean, that, that's a big deal. Um, great things happening to Jordan Lee. W- would you find it safe to say that you're enjoying a meteoric rise to stardom in the bass fishing galaxy? Is that a safe statement for me to say? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't go that far uh, as far as, I mean, it's been a really good year. I, I know that. It really has been. I've been, you know, it's just, it's been amazing the things that's, that's happened. And, but, you know, year to year, I always say it, you're only as good. I, I think you're only as good as your last tournament. You know, I mean, you can, you can have a bad year really easy out there. So, I mean, I, I try to stay kind of level-headed, you know, and, and not, not think I'm on top of the world because I know how quick you can, you know, I, I know how quick you can be on the, be on the bottom. So nope. it's right. been an awesome year. Good, sure. good way to look at it, man. But let's, I want to break it down. I mean, let, let's kind of look at this in, in, in retrospective here, because this, you are, in my opinion, a force to be reckoned with. Grant, I love that you're humble and you're saying you got to fish in the moment and all that great stuff. But, dude, like three years you've pretty much been at this in the elites, right? Is that right? Three years? Right, yeah. Three okay. years. You, you made the Bassmaster Classic all three years, correct? That's correct. Okay. Yeah. You won one of them. Pretty damn good. Pretty damn right. good accomplishment, okay? <laughs> um, uh, n- now, here, here you've been out of, let's see, I got this here. Out of 48 derbies, you've been in the money 38 times. That's pretty good odds. That's really right. good. That's that's right. pre- that's pretty good odds. Okay, now watch out for people driving with temporary tags because they will hit you out there. I just want you to know that. Gotta watch out for those guys. I, I want you to know that. Now here here's the deal: your short time at this game, almost almost three quarters of a million dollars. Okay, right. that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool deal. I know it cost you like um, six hundred and seventy two thousand dollars six hundred seventy two thousand hundred hundred million thousand dollars to fish this um here's a little interesting fact okay and i usually have j jp high the hip-hop fisherman do this but um i forgot to give it to him ahead of time you've caught one thousand eight hundred and fifty five pounds of bass okay sounds pretty sounds like a lot That that is a lot of bass that's a lot of lbs dude now here is the magic of this statement right now out of all that, if you take your earnings, okay, and the number of pounds that you've caught, each pound of fish that you caught, tell them, Ryan Whitaker, how many how many pounds how many dollars a pound? Three hundred and eighty eight dollars and ninety four cents. Three hundred and eighty eight dollars and ninety four cents a pound. Whoa! Wow, Jordan, that's tuna. That, yeah, that's 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 a lot. That 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 really uh I did, I had no clue about that. So I mean, you could take you could take your fiance to the Waffle House for a year on that money. You ain't lying. You, you know what I'm saying, dude. It's on like 1 pound. <laughs> hey, so you just got back from the Catalina wine mixer, basically Lake St. Clair. You know, I mean, that's what it was like out there, wasn't it? It, it was really close. It was it was a crazy crazy tournament. Oh. A lot of lot of big bags popping off. So I mean, it was just one of those. It was the best best smallmouth tournament I think we've had as far as everybody you know bringing. Unbelievable! So, Not a lot of bites, dude, but just the right kind. Yeah, it, it really was. I mean, I was. I felt like as the tournament went on, I, I was 
you know, uh, had the right bait for the, the big ones. And like you said, it wasn't a lot of bites. It wasn't a numbers deal, but the size out there was just crazy. Um, I've never, I've never seen it. I, I think a lot of the, a lot of the guys were, we usually go to St. Clair and it's usually a numbers deal where you, you know, you're catching a good bit, but this time it was, seemed like the, you know, the numbers were down, but the size was definitely what, way what? up. What was that bait? That what were you, you were dropping? Throwing? Yeah, what were you dropping on them? Yeah, I was dropping a. Uh, it was a Strike King. It was a, a Z two. Was the name of it, and it's uh, it, it floats, so it's you know it's kind of unique the, the plastic where you know it doesn't sink down and you know the, those fish were they were eating on like big perch and uh, you know there was a lot of a lot of bigger bait and. For whatever reason, those smallmouth just love that thing when and, you know it just floats up and doesn't really sink down in the grass. So it's just one of those one of those baits that was just getting it was getting bigger bites for sure. Were you nose hooking that deal? So I, my brother kind of got me on to uh, how to rig it. Uh, it was a uh, we were at, I was throwing a one off rebar um, rebar book and. Uh, uh, just like a little straight shank hook and just kind of threading it through the, the, the plastic where it was just straight and the hook was like exposed so I wasn't using a, like a, a traditional drop shot hook um, but that, that hook was definitely definitely the deal um, I, didn't, I, didn't, I lost a couple but I mean it was it, it caught a lot of them that's the old Aaron Martin special isn't it yeah, yeah, I love that hook. You know, I'm not, I'm definitely not sponsored or anything by them, but I mean, it's, you know, for a robo worm and just a lot of different, different baits. I mean, that hook's just, a, it's definitely a, it's just a good one. So you were rigging it as if it was like on a jig, just yeah, an exposed yeah, hook. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And, and what were you, were you blade, braid to fluoro or you, were you straight fluoro? What was the deal? Yeah, I like, I'm a big fan of the braid to fluoro. I mean, I've, I've used that for years. I mean, several, several years now, and I, I don't think I'll ever fish with anything else. It, you know, on drop shot tackle, it's definitely, you know, it definitely, definitely works for me. That holds on to sturgeon too, right? <laughs> yeah, that sturgeon got me today. I mean, I'm, I'm still upset on this whole way home. I've been, I've been whining and crying about it, but uh, yeah, that, it, it got me, but. Dude, well, it, it was awesome. It was awesome to watch, though. I mean, even, it's <laughs> you know, it could have been worse. At least it was in the net, and you guys were, you know, diving for it. It, yeah. it was pretty cool to watch, man. That was a yeah. that was a giant. We were. I was happy we got it up. Got it, you know, close to the boat, anyways. Dude, it was amazing. Now, I I unfortunately did not get to watch it today on Zone Alive, but Mark sent me a picture, and it it looks like there's a a, a damn tarpon in Lake St. Clair, the way it's coming up. Dude, it was crazy. Crazy. I've, I've never, you know, that was the biggest freshwater fish I've hooked ever. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean, I, I didn't even really know exactly what they looked, what the sturgeon looked like, because I've never really seen, I don't think I've seen one in person, so. Absolutely nuts, man. Hey, what did no, you, I, on that, back to that St. Clair Derby last weekend, um, I mean, not not too shabby. What you were in fourth, right, dude? 
Yeah, yeah, I ended up, I finished in fourth, uh, and I, I led the second, third day. I had tough, that tough final day, and I ended up in fourth. So uh, the reason I called it the Catalina Wine Mixer, and I don't know if this if this affected you at all, but I mean, were you were you getting affected by the flotilla out there at all? Yeah, you know, I, I was fishing around a crowd, which I really I didn't really want to, but uh, it, it was it was happening out there. You know, it was the place to be, and uh, and and the the third day of the tournament is when. I mean, I had my biggest back that day, but there was a lot of lot of local boats, um, a lot of people fishing out there, and you know, it kind of got kind of got beat up. But I say that, and you know, the the final day, there's still two two guys in the top ten that had twenty pound bags out there. So, um, still a lot of fish around that area, but it definitely got it, it got a lot of lot of pressure. Over, you know, over the course of the tournament. So, do you think that? I mean, St. Clair is known for numbers. I mean, no doubt about it. It's known for numbers. So, you as a as a bass fishing professional, somebody that's that's eaten because you're making a living bass fishing. Right. Do you right. like? Did were you specifically targeting larger fish? Like, do you are are you fishing? Are you eliminating areas that you know are numbers areas and basically going where the slubber degullians live? Is that kind of the deal? Well, you know, uh, kind of, not really. I mean, you know, throughout the tournament, it, it was it was really it was hard to get bit in practice. I mean, but you know, you caught caught better fish. You know, I caught some some good ones in practice, but kind of random. And that area, I, I didn't really practice a whole lot. I, I practiced just a short amount of time, and you know, got a few quality bites. You know, three or four. And uh, you know, I, I didn't really know what was around there, and I kind of, I kind of figured out more in the tournament. Found, you know, found the fish uh, the first day and, and the second day. Kind of dialed it in a little bit better every day, and, and just kind of happened to get around the right size. I mean, it wasn't something I knew coming in. I was, I was gonna, you know, be killing them out there or catching you know, gotcha. big. We so, we were kind of discussing here in our camp that um, about the numbers thing at, at St. Clair. World-class fishery, no no doubt, but what, what kind of um, astonished us was that a lot of anglers um, were, were not catching limits of fish. Like, what was that because they, yeah. they chose to swing, or that they could have ran in the canals and jacked a few green fish? I mean, what was the deal? Right. How was that? Yeah, you know, the, the numbers deal, it just wasn't... Uh, I, I think some guys may were catching numbers, but it really, I know my brother, he did well, and he wasn't catching that many. He was catching some more than I was. He was on the Canadian side, and uh, I don't I don't know. I think it was just the, the I think the cycle that the, uh, that, I don't know. Can y'all see me okay? Yeah. Maybe. yeah. I, I, th- I just think how the lake is going through a cycle right now, I think there's just better than average size fishing there right now, and but still, I'm wondering, how did some guys not catch a limit? How did that happen well, on St. Clair? Yeah, so, I, I mean, I didn't catch a limit on the final day, and uh, I know that it, it was hard to get bit for me. I mean, it really was. I was throwing a, a big bait, 
and I, you know after the after a couple days of big big you know catching big stringers I knew that that bait if I you know if I could catch like only like six or seven you know I'd have a chance at you know minimal 20 pounds and you know that's kind of something in a tournament you look for I mean you, you're not looking for numbers and out there, you know it wasn't easy easy tournament to get bit uh, unlike the last couple of times we've been there it, it seemed like this time the, the numbers were way down Gotcha. So basically, the big fish just weren't grouped up. They were they were here and there, and the smaller fish are probably grouped up closer, um, closer in. Were you? I mean, yeah. were you seeing? Were you seeing a lot of fish on your graph out there, or, or was it uh, pretty much a ghost town and then just a random big bully swimming along? Yeah. So it wasn't. Uh, I mean, I hadn't fished St. Clair that much, but uh, it it really seems to me those those fish they're they're in and around that grass grass is only about a foot tall but mm-hmm. i think they kind of hang around it and it's hard to really mark them unless they uh unless they come up yeah unless they come up and um you know are up off the bottom a little bit but i, I didn't get them i didn't mark many fish uh, all week and then that makes it that makes it hard too yeah. you know and you got there in the middle of the lake and you're just kind of blind casting around but the, the bait fish were that was definitely cheese it's having that around I, I don't don't normally pay attention to that you know a ton because a lot of times you know you're not in a place where it really matters because you know there may be bait everywhere or but out there it was definitely key having you know you saw a lot of a lot of a lot of bait on your graph and that was they were, they were definitely around that right hey jordan we're doing this thing on the uh, on the book face live as well as straightcast.net and um so if anybody's got any more questions for Jordan Lee, make sure you get them in now. But I got one. I got a couple viewer mail questions for you here. Okay. I'm all- yeah. Um, this one comes from, from Mark in Michigan. Okay. And, and Mark wants to know, at what time did you realize, wow. Oh, no. It just cut out here. I'm, wow. I am the king. And is, is this new stage of music at the elites? What the heck is he saying here? And is this new stage music at the elites for the king to play? So, and this is what what he's got going right here. And tell me if you can hear this. So, two part yeah. question. Two part question. At what point did you realize you were the king? And what time did you realize that this was your stage music? Yeah, I, I, real, I realized it. Uh, today was the actual day I realized it when. Uh, Zona anointed me at about nine o'clock this morning, so that was kind of that was my first real, you know, you know, being the king, and that's kind of when it all went down. So, so what is your new title? You know, he had all kinds of names for me today. I really don't know. I, I was really confused. Uh, <laughs> he had he had a couple different names. Yeah, I think Jordanus uh, Maximus, King yeah, Jordanus that. Maximus. That, that's uh, appropriate. Yeah, he, he had that one and a couple other ones that he just was uh, throwing out of his mouth. But uh, <laughs> is this a yeah. day you'll never forget, Jordan? Yeah, it, it definitely. It was uh, one for the books. 
We we have another um, a, another viewer mail question here, okay? And and this is this one is from um, Justin in Alabama, okay? Okay. And, um, okay. And Justin in Alabama wants to know what you want to be when you grow up. <laughs> I want to be, you know, I want to be Justin Atkins when I grow up. And, <laughs> you know, say, say that I could, you know, win, win a Forestwood Cup and, you know, just be, just be an unbelievable uh, fisherman and, you know, have a good, good looking wife and, you know, stuff like that. Th- that's your goals. That's your aspirations pretty much my goals I, I think you could do that I, I think you could do yeah, it Yeah, you're on your way to that i mean speaking speaking of that do you ever just wake up and say holy shit i'm a Bassmaster classic champion does this still happen to you dude i i'm not gonna lie it, it, it does it really does like i i feel like you know i wake up sometimes and i'm like you know i'm just a i'm just a normal dude i mean that that really i mean i, I am I'm, I'm, I'm nobody special but you know, after you win the classic, you people kind of put you on that platform that you really—I feel like I don't deserve, so to say. But it, it's definitely been—it's been crazy. But keep the music, keep the music. <laughs> there it is, Bassmaster Classic champion Jordan. Do Jordan. you uh, do you do you uh, dig into the bass history at all? Classic history and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of, I'm not, I'm not a super nerd, but I mean, I know, I know a pretty good bit, but not, well, yeah, I know a little. I'm really into it. I'm sure you know this, but uh, do you know who the youngest angler to ever win a classic was? Was it Stanley Mitchell? That is correct. He got it right. Stanley Mitchell. Good job, yeah. Jordan. Do you know what place you are in youngest to win a classic? I think I'm third. You are third. He, you can't stump Jordan Lee. Who's, who's stump. second? Who's second? Uh, Brian Kershaw. That, that is, is right. Correct. God rest his soul. God rest now, his soul. Stanley Mitchell, you know, he was 21. Kershaw was 23. You were 25. Um, I thought it was really cool. Uh, Stanley Mitchell's acceptance speech on stage. He said something I hadn't heard really anyone say before. And he, he thanked all of his fellow competitors for all the help that they gave him throughout the year. Now I gotta ask you: Is there anyone, any one of the other pros coming up that that you'd like to shout out that really helped you out coming up? Are you trying to make him cry? Yeah. Oh. Hell no. <laughs> no. <laughs> now I'm being funny. I'm being. I'm totally kidding. Uh, now that that's that's an awesome statement, and you know I think for me, I mean, it was all. There's somebody that's always helped you growing up. You know, I mean. What, whether whether you knew it at the time or not, but uh, uh, you know a couple of the pros, that, you know that uh, that fish the elites now, Justin Lucas. I mean, when I was in college, he was he was doing the uh, he was announcing for college right college thing, and you know I got to fish with Justin in the FLW tour, you know as a co angler, and you know always he always taught me a lot about a little bit you know about everything you know just getting into it and that was kind of something that i think everybody needs when, when you're getting into the professional levels just somebody to talk to whether it's you know sponsors or, or new new baits but i will say this now 
now after being in the leagues a couple of years, they don't tell me anything. <laughs> <laughs> ain't happening. Yeah, they they're gonna ain't help you out anymore. I, I mean, no if there's a, I mean, if there's a new bait, a new knot, I mean, I don't care what it is. I won't know about it from my fellow competitors. It, it, they ain't gonna talk about no Demiki rig. Are their job to no, feed the king? No, no Demikis, <laughs> no Tekler frogs, none of that. <laughs> Tekel Sprecker. <laughs> ain't, ain't happening. Hey, uh, we like we like to play game shows here on Stray Cast. You, you you ever been on a game show before? Um, I no, I haven't. I can't say I have. Well, you want to play a little Louisville driving game show action right now? Do it. Let's All right, it. dude. This is called "What's on Your Mind." All right. So All right. I am going to give you a phrase, and okay. you uh, and you pretty much tell me the first thing that pops into your mind. Are you ready? Can I get a little game show music, Ginger Ninja? Ah, yes, it's time for What's On Your Mind with Bassmaster Elite Series Touring Professional, Jordan Lee. I'm your host, Pat Renwick. Jordan's driving in Louisville. He's playing a game show. Jordan, the first word to you is Bubba Bait. Bubba Bait. What's on your mind? Chicken livers. Chicken livers is a Bubba Bait. I got you. I got you right there. Man, that was close. Man, that was close. Um, when you put on your blinker and you don't see the guy on your blind side. Especially when you're doing a bass fishing <laughs> talk show on Skype while you're driving. Exactly. Yes, yep. I got you there. The Alabama Shake. The Alabama Shake. Oh, man. Probably uh, throwing a swim jig over some grass. Swim jig? There, that's the Alabama nice. shake. Um, yeah. The shooter McGavin of bass fishing. The shooter McGavin of bass fishing. Uh, when you catch a five-pounder at the last last cast and you just throw them in the boat, and, you know, you, sh- you shoot her McGavin in your rod and you just like, boom. That, that's a, that's an outstanding answer, but the correct answer is Skeet Reese. <laughs> Skeet Reese is the, is the shooter McGavin of bass fishing. Got it. Who is the bougiest man in bass fishing? Bougiest? Yeah. Oh, man. Josh, I'll put me on the spot. Yeah. Uh, bougiest? <laughs> Come on. Probably the... Uh, Roland Martin. Roland Martin is yeah. the bougiest man in bass fishing. That's son. That's he, six, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine, ten pounder. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten pounder, son. It's right, it's right there. It's right there. Big old, big old, big old Jack. Um Spike. Spike. Uh first thing comes chartreuse. Chartreuse. Okay. Nice. But uh, the correct answer is, is Spike Lee. He's the black sheep of your family. Spike Lee. <laughs> okay. That's Spike Lee. Who's the Nostradamus of bass fishing? Who seems to be able to predict bass fishing future? Um, Aaron Martins. Aaron Martins. Dude, we're, we're mind-melding there. It is totally Aaron. How does he know this stuff? I don't know. How does Aaron do that? How, how does he do that? Hey, man, you're from the new breed. You're like the, the new era, the new age of, of bass fishing. Okay, right. you really are. You're from the new school, up from the college ranks, and now into this evolution of of uh, technology, so to speak. All right. Um, do you feel that yeah. when you came into the game of bass fishing, that you might have an advantage over guys like, say, 
Aaron Martins or, or Kevin Van Dam or um, or um, uh, Stan Fragerstorm? Um, are you saying, you know, do I think I have an advantage over those guys? In this no. era, in this era, is this era easier to make a living in bass fishing? Is it? I don't think so. I th- I honestly, I think it's harder. I, I, these guys, they, they, you know, Kevin, you know, all, all the, they've been around for a while and they've, you know, they've seen a change, but they, they figure it out quick. It's not something that they don't know about. You know, they, 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 they're on, they're on their game. So, I think coming in to the sport, you know, you're you're refreshed. You hadn't done it for 20 years. I think that's the advantage that we have. Gotcha. gotcha. When when you jumped into it, though, did you? Uh when you first started fishing, were you using electronics, stuff like that, right off the bat, or was it just banging the bank and stuff like that? Yeah, I, I really started learning my electronics probably in college at some point when I got when I started getting good, you know, getting good with them. But uh, definitely not, you know, I, not when I just first started fishing. I was really, um, you know, learning kind of just the basics. Right. Polymer knots and stuff. Yeah, just stuff like that. Just tying, just tying <laughs> Alberto holes. knots. Yeah, the Alberto uh, Clemente knot, along exactly. with Texas rig and stuff. Exactly. Hey, we, when we had, we had Seth Fighter on um, last week, and he kind of told us that, he, and he's having a pretty damn good year, too, just like you are. Yeah. I mean, you're sitting number eight, so that's a pretty respectable, uh, pretty right. respectable year. So he told us that like his go-to deal has been keeping things really simple this year. And that's right. been swimming that jig, Alabama shaking, and 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 flipping a jig. What what's been your kind of go to thing, man? What's kept you consistent this year? Oh man, you know I, I I always feel like I have to mix it up a lot. Uh, seems like every tournament for me, it's a different bait that really that shines. Um, and they, I think it's just kind of the lakes we go to, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've really caught them on everything you can imagine this year. Little swim baits, sinkos, top water, you know, I mean, you name it. The uh, kitchen sink. Sir, makes a lot. Yeah, the, the, whole, yeah. the whole deal they, right there. That, 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 that's been, that's usually what's key for me, just kind of, uh, you know, mixing it up. And, uh, you know, I, de- I definitely try to keep it simple, but... Uh, you know, finding the key spots is is definitely that's that's key in, in our in our tournaments is you know not just not just figuring out one deal, but you know having a couple different things going. Got to know where they're at, dude. Got to know where they're at. Got- and, and I said it before. It's most of the time it's not what you're throwing; it's it's where you're throwing it, and that's that's always big in our <laughs> that's the deal dude um i'm getting the uh the old out of time here from uh the ginger ninja but um anything that you want to say to your to your fans or, or your sponsors before you get the hell out of here I mean, um yeah before y'all kick me off uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh thank, thanks for uh thanks for keeping up with me and uh you know, sorry if I was a little bouncy on this trip. I didn't want to get mugged. Let we we like it, dude. I mean, yeah. this is the magic of bass fishing talk shows right here. It, this is it. I mean, you know, you never know where you're going to have guys. I mean, you have 
Bonner. There's no telling where he was at. Oh, he called us from the parking lot of a Chinese restaurant before. It's the first uh, mobile yeah. interview we've done. Yeah, and uh, and what else have we? Oh, James Watson was swearing at people in a church uh, parking lot. That was pretty cool. Ish Monroe yeah. was uh, breaking fish off. Yeah, he was mats. breaking off in the Delta, and he was really mad at me. That was a good one. Oh, Bobby <laughs> Lane had a great time at the picnic. We, he called in from the picnic. So this is magic, dude. This is magic. Uh, well, I, I appreciate y'all having me, and uh, and just thanks for everybody for, for keeping up, dude. And thank, thank you. you so much for the support you show this show, and and we really appreciate it. And we had a great time with you. We hope you had a good time too, I'll, dude. I, I did call, call me anytime. All right, you got it. That's Jordan Lee. Thanks, He's man. the 2017 Bassmaster Classic champion. We expect more great things from him, as I'm sure you do too. Hey. With the power pulls down, we got another champion coming on Championship Wednesday. Here tonight, Justin Atkins coming up after the break. Don't you go nowhere. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Straycast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace.